Welcome back to Beloved Unveiled. This is Cynthia Borslino, where we are discussing ways that the Lord unveils his heart to us and his character and who he is as we experience him on day-to-day activities throughout our life in this great adventure and journey. And today I have a special guest. Her name is Jennifer Boltz. We go way back. She's been a good friend and family, part of our family in so, in so many aspects when I look back over the years. And at one point she had lived with us for a little bit. And then um, we've ministered together in many aspects when I think back. But um, kind of stayed in touch mainly recently, probably through doing tax returns. <laughs> Isn't that right, Jennifer? <laughs> that is right. Yeah. So I invited Jennifer because we. she just, she's been walking with the Lord a long time and has great stories and and great, um, yeah, just a great heart and really knowing him more and, and seeing others come to know him as well. And so I wanted to invite her to come and she's been through some amazing things and this being the month of May, I thought we'd talk about moms and, you know, and so we, you know, we were talking a little bit about remembering her mom and I remember when her mom first got diagnosed, but I'm going to let you share your story about your mom and just kind of the beginning of all of that because, and how, how the Lord, you know, met you in that place. Sure. Um, my mom uh, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer back in 2000 and December 2000. And she, uh, went in for a surgery because they said that she had a small tumor to be extracted. And by the time a week later, it was the size of a honeydew melon. During that procedure, she coded on the table. They had to, to bring her back. She came back and was with us for another four years, and then she uh, passed away in 2005. I remember going when, I think, was it the first time that she was diagnosed? And I was, because that was in, what time frame you said, 2000? About 2000. But And I... I remember sitting at my piano and, and singing to the Lord and crying out to the Lord, and he gave me a song, which I still sing to this day because I love it, and it's called Come and Heal Me. And I wrote that, and I remember just crying and crying, just looking to the Lord, to not knowing the whole, everything going, but I knew it was for your mom at the time that I wrote that song. And then I think I, I got a recording of it and sent it to you and said, I think this is for your mom, you need to send it to her. Yeah, and I sent it to her, and it was interesting because you had talked about that earlier, and I hadn't remembered the song at all. And then I was like, oh, I remember that being a very sweet kind of moment. And I think that was kind of the conversation after that. My mom was like, where did you get your faith? She had asked that that question because growing up, we went to church, and Sunday school took care of all the teaching. It wasn't necessarily modeled, or we saw it modeled frequently. But after for her last four years, one of the things she purposed to do was read through the Bible in a year. And we would have the best conversations. <laughs> and she was so happy to get out of the, the Old Testament at one point. She's like, how many more kings are there? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was it was quite a treat to, to have that kind of time with her. As she wrestled through all those sometimes hard books, you know, to read. So it was a season of maybe some restorative even with you and having those moments with your mom. Yeah. She came down to visit when I bought my house. I think it was 2005. And I had a roommate at the time who we were talking about the story and um, mentioned that she had, you know, coded on the table. And and I'd always wanted to ask the question, but I never did. And then my roommate said, so what was that like? And Mm -hmm. 
I don't remember the exact words she used, but I remember the countenance of her face that changed and lit up. And she could vaguely describe these streets of gold and this being at this gate. But her desire to come back to see my younger sister get married was kind of the passion point of, of the story. But wow. to see her face change when she thought of heaven wow. was to this day, what, 15, 16 years later, is still, you know, spot on. And it really did something for you because you love sharing. I mean, I see you light up when you share it, too. <laughs> well, I know where she is. Yeah. You know, it's not a mystery. It's not a, oh, heaven's a good idea for some people. I'm like, I have a firsthand witness in my family that's been there that can say, yes, this is this is real. It's so awesome. Do you, you know, at just thinking about the times of the grief of going through lo- losing a loved one, how has the Lord met you in that place? Have you felt, has he, and just because I know some of our listeners have lost some loved ones and sure. in our society, I think has really shied away from really embracing in a way that I feel like God has kind of taught me through the years. Well, I mean, the mm-hmm. the, the tears are still there. Even now. <laughs> yeah. But it's grief with hope. It's mm-hmm. it's It's hard, but it's not the end. Yeah. And I think that's besides scriptural, I think that's, it's true. You know, moms are special. Yeah. You talk about grief and, and, uh, you know, grief is not something that we need to get over. It's um, a reminder that you loved and that you are loved and that love doesn't die. Thank you, Jennifer, for willing to go. I got you, I got to meet your mom and I remember (laughs) just, I mean, even every time I sing that song, I see her face. It's so it's so amazing. I feel like God gave, let me into a glimpse of His heart for your family. I remember back then it was just so so beautiful, and just the crying out, Him being there to bring comfort in the midst of that pain, but knowing that there is an eternity that we are we're eternal beings. When we come to know Christ, we become eternal, and we've stepped into a whole new realm. And then I think He gives us those times. You know, like I've talked before, it's like even like I lost a brother when he was thirty six, and when I I still have moments where I, it's like his presence is so real with me. Like, it's like he's right here in the room. It's so weird. But I just start crying. You know, I start sure. weeping. And I used to shut down, like not want to go there. And the Lord said, why, why are you not going there? Well, I didn't think I was supposed to. That's pretty funny because I was yeah. like, oh, Mother's Day. It's okay. I'm over yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I didn't know this is what we we're going to talk about yeah. today. <laughs> so the Lord's got his own plans. I was, Amen. I was like, oh, you see, see sneaky that way. <laughs> it's good, way. though. I love the way you just said that. He's sneaky. <laughs> Our God is sneaky. I love that because he, and, and he, it's in a good way because he. Yeah, and it's it's not to not forget the people that we love, right. but remember why we love them. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's. God is love, and that's what He's about. And if you lose that, then you're losing part of who you are. So I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> so beautiful. I love that. Thanks for sharing it. <laughs> that's so true. It's like, and, you know, it's embracing our humanness and our. I mean, you can be mm-hmm. sad, mad, glad, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just where is the origin of all that, you know? Do I wish he was still here? Heck yes. Do I wish cancer was, wasn't on the face of the planet? Absolutely. But that's not the reality we live in. Yep, and it affects so many. And I really, and and you know, and you think of Holy Spirit, who is a comforter, who comes to comfort, and, and you know, it says in the Bible, He's a comforter, and it's like, well, if we didn't need any comfort, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's 
this past week I was uh, in our Bible study, we were looking at Isaiah. And we got to chapter 40, which was a relief after 39 chapters of woe and doom and gloom and prophecy. And it's the chapter on comfort. And in that, the, the last couple of verses are those that wait on the Lord will renew their strength. And it was the first time I, I saw the wait as a such an important thing in the season of COVID that we're in. We've all kind of had to wait. And, you know, what are you waiting on? I was like, oh, this is why we started this study, to kind of get to this moment of going, okay, mm-hmm. you know, that strength will come if we, if we, you know, focus where we need to be. So That's good. Waiting. There's healing in the waiting. There's comfort in the waiting. You know, when you wait, and sometimes when you have to wait, you know, I've been to a lot of seasons where I feel like I was waiting and waiting and mm-hmm. waiting, and yet you're still living life every day, right? And sometimes I would have to pull away in a room and just cry. And sometimes in the years of where I was suicidal even, that was not good, but it was like, it was still so intense. But it's like when you go, when I turn to him regarding that, instead of where I used to turn before, which would have been to drugs or overdose, where then when I was processing through the healing of that, and when I'd go to that place of, okay, Lord, this is where I'm at, and I don't know what's going on, but you help me in it. And it's like I didn't get pulled out immediately. It was like he was with me in that of getting to the depth of why I'm, what do I need to let go of in that sense? And what do I need to embrace? So it's like, I think when we deal with the loss of loved ones, it's embrace them. It's okay to embrace them. Don't, don't push it off to say they were then. No, they're still now. They still are an eternal, they are an eternal being if they know Jesus. And so it's like my brother is like, I read through his papers. I've got his papers and I'll go through them. Like we should look and, and remember them and maybe in a way of, you know, of seeing the beauty of that life that made a difference in, in our lives. The thing that struck me about that verse is that it was my mom's favorite verse. Oh, wow. And I was like, never quite understood, you know, why. That's beautiful. Okay. That's really good. So you can say it again. <laughs> the uh, timing of that Isaiah verse for Mother's Day weekend, I mean, it was her favorite verse. And so it's kind of that don't forget that right. we're still connected, that little love tap. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. So beautiful. And I would say for any of our listeners out there who've lost loved ones, and I hope that this brings you some comfort and also maybe to go to another place or pressing into the Lord to allow you to allow yourself to maybe see see things a little bit different and to really embrace the either the discomfort that you're in and that it's okay and you know be, be willing to reach out to um, those around you that you know that are a safe place of course the Lord is definitely that safe place and I'm so grateful that you came and were able to share and and remembering our moms mm-hmm. in in um, the month of May you know it's um it's a brand new day and um, for the listeners out there, please reach out to me at Beloved Unveiled at ProtonMail.com. Beloved Unveiled at ProtonMail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear stories, even if, you know, you'd like to share stories. And there's all kinds. There's, you know, we're not here to compare or any of that, but um, share your own story. Love to hear from you. And thank you again for listening. Beloved Unveiled. <laughs>